Oh, can you imagine the drama? People don't talk about Twixes enough. They're pretty good. I think they're my top best chocolate bar, you know? The top best one. It's a bit of a boring one, but it's like, sometimes you need that, you know? It's dependable, like a Kit Kat. I've never had a bad Kit Kat. It's a dependable Kit Kat. <laughs> yeah, but it's got a bit more going for it, I'd say. Um, how's things? What's going on? Yeah, good. Just went and watched the old football at the old La Pub. Look at you, you love Ireland and your football. How exciting. If I'd if I'd known a month ago that this is where we're going to be. <laughs> you could have spoken to 28-year-old Luke about a month ago and told him what was going on in your life, eh? Good Lord. What's going on then? Go on. What are we on now? Where are we? <laughs> Go on. Go. Go on, mate. Light the fucking touch paper. First of all, I've missed I've missed Monday for some reason. I don't know why. I can't remember. But you bloody Bob Geldof type. But that would have got a big laugh, I reckon. The old <laughs> I hate Mondays reference would have probably gone down big. <laughs> I'd say. Um, good. So we're in on Tuesday. Uh, yeah. So bombshell landed. Uh, Niall, who was the rainbow fish man that you might remember from the last episode. I've got him written down here. Niall, rainbow fish. Yeah. He just left. He just he just got up and left. Like he. Um, what? He. He said he had some kind of anxiety problem or something, and he just... Oh, shit. Yeah, so I was like, oh, man, that's horrendous. And, and obviously, you know, having had anxiety in the past, yeah, like, yeah. that is a horrifically like anxiety-inducing scenario, obviously. It's 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 psychological trauma. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like I'm not surprised he's just gone, <clears throat> no, absolutely not, I can't deal with this. Yeah, fuck that, Christ. God, um, that, took, that took an early turn. Yeah. That's that's end of week one. So yeah, on the Monday I think he he'd gone he'd gone. So you kind of came back into it and were like, let's see what's going on. Where's my old buddy Nile? Yeah, for his rainbow fish. For his rainbow and fish. I hope he finds it. He's he's so gone. He's gone. He's gone straight away. Are you tempted to kind of follow him on Twitter or kind of <laughs> no, not at all. Catch up? Not, not at, at all. all. Okay. He, I only liked him because he was sort of the least objectionable of, of yeah. most of them. Him and um, the doctor guy. Okay, Alex. Uh, Alex, Dr. Billy No Mates, I've got written down here. Billy No Dates. I mean, that was poor note-taking. <laughs> poor... You've missed the entire joke. <laughs> what I've done from beginning to end, that's... I've, I've changed it now. Oh, it's just under Megan, a stripper that everyone fancies, so I think is about <laughs> to enter the competition, is that right? Yeah, yeah. So, basically, this him leaving so early seems to throw a bit of a spanner in the works. Over um, at ITV2 headquarters. Yeah, and the old format-wise, which is why I kind of got confused about the format at this point. Oh, yeah, so a new guy showed up who looks like a shit Daniel Craig, I've written down. <laughs> okay. Shit Daniel Craig. Uh, name? I think I, th I think, I think, based on this note, that his name was Charlie. I don't, I can't remember exactly. What the fuck does that mean? They all look quite similar, Mike. You've mentioned it once or twice yet. Carry on. Um... Yeah, so this guy just showed up, I think, immediately to replace Niall, obviously. Are they like, is there like a factory for these people? Yeah, it's like they're just sort of, you know, dropping off the back of a truck. That they've, they're they picking them up from like a local holiday resort around the corner. They've just gone around with like a net. <laughs> they were like, like they do that. There's like a machine that does them, but they spent longer on the other ones and they're like, oh, fuck, someone's left. Maybe just <laughs> chuck Daniel Craig in and see what happens. He's not ready. <laughs> He's not ready. <laughs> My nut just spun. And my next note is, Adam seems to just be pouncing on every new woman that shows up like a horrible shark with a boner. 
I've got so many notes for Adam. Adam seems to be the one. Yeah, he's the worst one. So I mentioned um, so Georgia and Rosie showed up at the end of the previous week. Yeah. Right, and there was this big showdown where Adam ended up choosing Rosie and kicked the girl out that he'd already ended up sort of... Who was called Kendall? Kendall, yeah. Fuck, it's going all right, this. It's going all right, yeah. You're getting there. I'm getting, getting there. there. Yeah, they've added two new women in the middle of the week as well. So I think they added... Oh, no, that's it. They added the guy, and this yeah. is where Megan, which is the one I got completely wrong last week, shows up. Um, so, yeah, Charlie and Megan have showed up. They're the two new people. Yeah. Um, Megan, obviously, we're aware of because of your um, horrendous fuck-up last week. Yeah, uh, yeah, obviously. So yeah, spoiler alert. Megan, a stripper that everyone fancies. We should probably find a better way to talk about her. <laughs> Right, so this is this is where the thing that I said happened last week happens. Basically, it wasn't even a week later; it was about three days later. Mm-hmm. So, um, obviously, this new girl shows up, and Adam immediately starts chatting her up behind Rosie's back. It's behind Rosie's back, not Kendall's back. That's what I got confused about because he's done it three times. Okay. Um, yeah. To be fair, Luke, it's it's called Love Island. It's not called Loyalty Island. It's not called so Loyalty think... Island, now, is it? Yeah. And it is uh, it's savage. I think that was my first proper Love Island reference of the whole thing, wasn't it? <laughs> I think maybe. Because that, that wasn't me calling back something you said. That was me calling back a something one of these actual people said. Yes. Okay, well, it's something I said that they said. But yes. Yeah, yeah. It's a direct quote. Right, to be yeah. honest, that's it's how not, I'm getting all my information. Though, so uh, that's going to be the case. Yeah. Okay. Yeah so, yeah. so everything I said about her was accurate, though. She had made friends with everyone, all the other girls, more than the guys. Okay. And she immediately dogs him in to Rosie. Immediately goes nice. to her and goes, "This guy, what a prick! This guy is. He's just trying to hit on me, and it's been referred to as well muggy. So that's still going." Gonna add that to my lexicon. Yeah. Oh yeah. And at the end of the episode, it's this big, ridiculous soap opera thing where Rosie does a big confrontation. So they go down to where the pool and the daybeds are. Right. And they're all. Everyone else is having drinks, and then she sort of storms out, comes down. There's a big like, you know, sassy showdown thing with Adam being like, what the fuck do you think you're playing at? The kind of thing you'd have at the end of an EastEnders episode where they're just yeah. sort of screaming yeah. at each other. I can't believe you'd chat her up and blah, 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 blah. Oh, everyone gets really angry about it. Right. And that's kind of that for that episode. And then they're going to have a recoupling because in the middle of the week because Niall's left. So it's like a whole mad thing. Yeah, okay. Which is when, sort of mixes so, up. Does that mean there's two recouplings that week? I think so, yes. Johnny Heck, okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's, he's thrown a spanner in the works, which is this is why I was so confused about the format at this point, because I was like, how often are they doing this? Why is... It's all over the shop. It's all yeah, over yeah, the yeah. shop, mate. Yeah, so Adam ends up with... This happens quite quickly. Adam ends up with Rosie again somehow, which seems like a bit of a cop-out. <laughs> okay. It's not particularly entertaining. Uh... This is where I start to think that Adam is an actual sociopath because Laura goes over to Adam and goes like, did I tell you about who Laura is at this point? I've, I've not learned about Laura. She's not on my list. So she's the oldest one. She goes on about it all the time. She's the oldest one. She's the old maid at 29 years old. Okay, yeah. She's one of the more sort of sensible seeming ones. Well, it comes with age, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, anyway, she goes and tells off Adam to do all this crazy stuff he's been doing. Basically, like, stop treating women like this. It's horrendous. Like, I can't believe you would do anything like this to a human being. 
you know, people have feelings and stuff. And he basically kind of responds through the whole thing, says yes, 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 and then to camera, the big brother camera thing. Yeah. He, he basically goes, yeah, well, sometimes women just need to get stuff off their chest and it's good for her, I guess, to talk about this stuff. But, like, he's, he's just like, he's learned nothing. He's just kind of like, yeah, well, she needs to just say that every now and then and that's her problem. Not Have you got any awareness of how the ITV2 audience are taking to him? Are they thinking he's a complete dick? I don't... I don't know. So I'm not... because. Okay, there is a show called After Sun, which is the... <laughs> I'm not watching that. <laughs> I've got an idea watch. for next year. <laughs> <laughs> which is all various people talking about it. And I've not watched that, but I have seen clips of it. And they all seem to be having a wonderful time. But um, it's difficult to kind of gauge what they reckon about Adam in particular. Okay. But I think from brief bits I've seen on Twitter, most people think he's a dick. <laughs> Okay. So I'm kind of thing, eh? happy with that as a sort of judgment call on my part. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. So we've got game show time. Of course. You'd be happy. You'd be happy to know. Yeah. Um, this is a brilliant one. It's one of the most horrendous ones they've done. Uh, I've said it's like a gross generation game. Okay. So the basic setup is you've got, let's just say there are five couples. I can't remember exactly how many. So there's five tracks, parallel tracks. And on each track, there's a table like a dining table, and the, the table with the chairs, with the couple sat on it, can slide back and forth. Do you understand what I mean so far? I'm getting there, yeah. Uh, but either end of the track, on one end of the track, there's a plate of food. other end of the track, there's a bunch of empty plates, and the object of the game is to get all of the food from one end of the track to the other end of the track via each other's mouths. This sounds, and you know, I'm going to put myself up on a, on a whatever here. Uh, this sounds like my worst nightmare. It's absolutely horrendous. It's food and grot. Oh, it's so horrible. And obviously they use ridiculously messy food. Like I think it's like spaghetti and meatballs. It's just not just a cucumber. No, 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 no. It's not quite that on the nose, but you know. Even ITV2 wouldn't go for that, you know? No, they did go for a lot of ball-shaped things though. Uh, okay, alright, maybe they would. Yeah. Maybe they just didn't think of it. <laughs> They're not much below that, yeah. No. Yeah, so it's 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 as incredibly horrendous as you imagine, and it's a three course meal. One of the courses, <laughs> one of the courses I just remembered, one of the courses is soup. Oh, for fuck's sake! Oh, I've Jesus got, I've got an incredible quote. Is it for people gobbing soup at each other? Oh no! What I've written for this is um, it is utterly horrendous. So many people gagging on food. And then a direct quote from someone, I'm like one of those pigeons taking food from the mummy pigeon. Oh, God. That's so specific. <laughs> it's horrendous. Yeah, um, okay. I think Laura and Wes won that. So there you go. Laura and Wes. Oh, which shampoo is your type? I don't understand the next note I've made, but I really like it. Just read it out. Um, I should point out that I've got a note on this day. That says so. It says Wednesday the thirteenth in brackets. Quite drunk. <laughs> so <laughs> there's a few erroneous notes that don't really mean a lot. So my next note is bleed for the country you love. <laughs> I don't know where that's come from. Hey, look! Every show's going to have our breaks. You're going to be thinking about different things. <laughs> you know. I don't know where that came from. It might be in an ad. It might have been in an ad. But anyway, God. Bleed for the country you love. No, it's horrendous, isn't it? 
Like we'll, we'll we'll get to a point where you'll have notes that just say like there is only grief, <laughs> <laughs> protect the state and stuff Infinite like that. Sorrow consume. <laughs> sorrow consumes all. <laughs> it's a bit more Lauren Wes now. They go on like a ridiculously fancy date. So every now and then they just sort of they get a text. They got a text. Oh my god. Oh text. Yeah. Um and just one of the couples gets put on a date and sometimes it's random ones that they weren't expecting or whatever. This time it was a couple, it was already a couple, so it was fine. They go to a church and have some dinner. And an they amazing dinner. Church and have some dinner. Yeah. It's like a fancy Mediterranean sort of church thing with like a nice patio on it and there's nobody there except them. It's like a and a film crew, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um at one point in the dinner <laughs> At one point in the dinner, um the church bells ring. And Laura goes, hey, did you do that? And Wes goes, uh, yeah, pulled a few strings. Oh, my God. That is so Wes. Absolutely classic Wes. Um, I'm going to put Wes classic. Probably wouldn't care for him. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the end of the this episode is that uh, it's like a big drama between Alex and Megan. So Alex is the doctor man who hasn't found any Billy No Dates. Billy No Dates, as I call him. Yeah. So he'd been on a date with Rosie and then she'd immediately coupled up with Adam. So she kind of got snubbed. And then, so like the, the guys are really, it's really weird that at this point the guys are really on his side. They're kind of like rooting for him. He's like the underdog. Okay. So all the other guys in the house, I mean, they're all on his side. They're trying to concoct a plan to get him and Megan together. Even Adam is like, this is where, and the only bits where he seems like a decent person is when he's trying to help out one of the other guys. Okay. Uh, he does that a reasonable amount, and then he's just a complete prick again. <laughs> <laughs> he's been mugged off because the gorilla man was being well mugging. I must have missed a bit in the recoupling because I think Eal and Megan ended up together in the recoupling. Again, I'm, I'm really sorry. I was very drunk. For this it's episode. absolutely fine, mate. Honestly, we're getting <laughs> your take of it. No one's here for a comprehensive look. No, no, no. At what yeah. happened in Love Island? So, so yeah, let's keep going with the opinion. Yeah, there's, there's a whole thing where Megan sort of likes Alex, and Alex sort of likes Megan, but Megan is with Eal, and like, you know, they seem to be fairly together. They're coupled up, and they're like kissing and stuff. And at the beginning <laughs> of the next episode, there's a hilarious bit where it's like it's swapping between different bits of CCTV, and they're sort of having a sneaky kiss and trying not to just do it in front of. Alex, because they feel bad about doing that in front of Alex, because everyone is aware that Alex really likes her and has never had a girlfriend in the in the villa. So there's this whole thing where they're trying to sort of sneak around, sort of Metal Gear Solid style, <laughs> but with more kisses. <laughs> Metal Gear Sorted. <laughs> yeah, That's will. all I've got, and I don't want to speak again. Keep going for a bit. Um, yeah, so it's the basic theme of this week is that Eyal and Alex keep having big arguments about who should be allowed to try and date Megan, which is really weird. It's like they're treating yeah, her like a bit of property, gosh. and they're kind of fighting over. And it's and it's yeah. like Eyal will come over and kiss Megan in front of him, and then he obviously had this whole thing where the entire group of people conspired against Eyal effectively to try and get Alex together with him. God. So. So there's a point where Eyal finds out this happened. And he goes fucking mental. So he finds out that, because Megan just tells him, and he at the time goes, oh yeah, cool, brilliant, it's part of the game, whatever. And then goes over to all the guys and goes, I can't believe you betrayed me! And just has this huge, ridiculous blowout <laughs> with everybody. So I've written, he's claiming to be have been mugged off at an unprecedented level. <laughs> but yeah, that's basically it. He's just... He's just running around screaming, I can't believe 
I can't believe this has happened. It's what the people want. So Georgia, the one of the new ones that came uh, before with Rosie. Yeah, I've got her here. Yeah, so Energetic, she has a date. young, ultimately kind of fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She has like a big. They get she gets it on a big date with um, Josh, which is her boyfriend. Well, first she's coupled up with. Okay, who's Josh? I don't know if I've mentioned Josh at all. He hasn't Josh really hasn't been mentioned. He hadn't really done a lot at this point. He's you know he's fine. He's fairly um, inoffensive. I, yeah, there's not much about him. He 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 named up a lot of celebrities a lot. Right. Because I can't remember what he does for a living, but he ends up knowing like loads of famous musicians and things. Are they any musicians that you've heard of? Oh no, uh, he he'd met like people, movie stars as well, like Michael B. Jordan. Okay. I mentioned, you know, yeah, really big movie stars. Yeah. Um, anyway, so they go on a date, and this is this amazing bit where they go snorkeling, uh, and they get attacked by jellyfish. Does anyone get stung or anything? Yeah, or yeah. Just... yeah, I mean, they don't show him getting stung, but, like, the voiceover, they go, yeah, well, Josh got stung at this point, and they made loads of jokes on the voiceover about someone having to wee on him. Yeah, I thought that was Yeah, tough. Yeah, you know, yeah. page one stuff. Um that kind of thing happens. They, but they generally have a pretty nice time. And Georgia says uh, they have a good time. They feel like they're getting to know each other. But like, I feel like he knows the shell to my egg, but he doesn't know the yolk, which is quite profound when you think about it. That's such a weird way of doing the judging a book by its cover. <laughs> yeah, metaphor. yeah, exactly right. Don't. Yeah. Although I guess it's that. Sometimes you, you crack into an egg and, and you, you're not happy, but sometimes you get a double yoker, you know? Sometimes you do get a double yoker. Do you feel you're growing as a person watching this? In certain ways that I didn't really want to, but yes. <laughs> I might ask you to explain that later. Carry on. <laughs> so yeah, they get back to the place and Josh is talking about the date and talking about how it goes. And he goes, oh yeah, it's all by jellyfish. He makes some joke, oh, I'd fight 100 jellyfish for her. And then immediately goes, oh, no, more like three or four. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is quite funny. Um, and yeah, so then the presenter lady shows up and this thing happens. I hadn't mentioned the presenter, but like a, when, when they have the recouplings, uh, just an actual presenter person just emerges from like a cupboard or something. I don't really know okay. where she comes from. Um, I don't want, know what her name is, but they keep calling her The Flack. Is she in the military or something? I don't, I don't know. She wasn't wearing any kind of flak jacket, as far as I could tell. Um, okay. But yeah, the flak, the flak has arrived. Um, and I've said that they, uh, they've scored the end of this thing like it's an orchestral score from a war film. I've googled the flak. The flak are a band which consists of four well-hung, sun-kissed lads from the ghetto of Deal in Kent. That's Urban Dictionary. That's probably... <laughs> Not it. Let's go to Flack Love Island. Caroline well, Flack. <laughs> Caroline Flack. English and... Yeah, she's a presenter. Hope that helps. <laughs> yeah, oh, brilliant. That really helps. <laughs> That's the Flack um, explained. Yeah, so there's like a ridiculous orchestral score and they're sort of hamming it up. It's a real kind of like... You know, it's, it's the end of Saving Private Ryan or yeah. something. You, they're really hamming it up. Um, okay. Uh, and, it, and, it, and it goes down to... Oh, it's Alex and Samira and um, Haley and Charlie who are right, the last okay. ones, and then they go, and then the public vote was blah, ridiculous, ridiculous build-up, and it's the horrible ones that have gone. Alex and Samira are safe, hooray! 
Oh, nice. Okay. Well, you know, that's... Yeah. So basically, Charlie was there for about maybe two days. So I, I barely... He barely got to even speak to anyone. And he got partnered yeah, with I someone just, who I've, absolutely hates him. I've got Charlie written down and then nothing after it. So I can just delete that. Yeah, 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 pretty okay. much. He's, he's, it's not worth learning who he was. <laughs> oh, my God. He's dark. there for two days. Dark. Um, him and Haley have some horrendous arguments. They're like, they are proper bad relationship for a long time. And they're really angry with each other arguments. Just, okay. Just like, fuck you, that's not what you meant. You said this the other day, you didn't mean it. And you, oh, you went back on what you said. I can't believe it. Oh. And I can't believe they've gone from that to, from like nothing to that in, in less than two days. And it's just... Yeah, I guess it's a pretty weird environment to be in. Yeah. But, but like, you know. even, even that, so they did a really awkward bit where obviously they pack up all their stuff and walk out of the villa. And they have a, like a force interview thing, like side by side with the cameraman outside the front door of the villa. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't even look at each other. They were just fuming. They just, and it ended with <laughs> Haley just saying something like, I don't have anything more to say to this guy. I just want to go home. <laughs> wow, God. Really intense. Okay, so that's that's yeah. the end of that for them. Is that the end of week two? Yeah, yeah, that's the end of, that's the end of week two. How did you find it compared to the other week you'd experienced? I mean, obviously, because all the format flipping around, I just it, it confused me more than the first week because I didn't know. I thought I figured it out, and then they started throwing recouplings and all Curbles sorts and recouplings and whatever. Um, I've only really got one question left. Would you say that through watching it, you've you've grown in ways we wouldn't expect? Is that something you'd sort of say? So I said yes, but I wasn't sure if I was happy about it. <laughs> How have you grown, would you say? I don't know if that's the right word. How have you shrunk? How's my humanity been diminished? Yeah. <laughs> Where are you at with it at this point? I'm kind of I'm happy when I forget that I've mi- I've missed a bit of it. Right. Um I said earlier I was at the pub and someone else was watching it. And there was a so you're engaging moment. in Love Island banter. Outside of this, and yeah. outside of just talking to Rachel, this you, you're becoming part of that. No, well, of thing. well, no, I was. I didn't speak to the person who was watching it in the pub, but I was kind of like, I'm not sure whether I'd rather be watching football or Love Island at this point. And then I had to really start reevaluating my moral system. Yeah, that's crazy. That's because I mean, obviously, you're not a football fan. At <laughs> obviously a not. I don't level, particularly care for but, either of them. But okay, that's very interesting. Yeah, it's tricky. It's. it's yeah, I'm not sure I like it. <laughs> Are you I'm becoming more accepting of it? You're becoming more accepting of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it goes on. You end up tuning out all of the nonsense. Like you know, you've got past the face value. All of these people are horrendous. Aspect of it. <laughs> you're just used to their faces. It's comforting yeah, to have them there. You kind of you have a baseline sort of acceptance for what the show's going to be. And it doesn't disappoint you or surprise you in any way, shape or form. Well, I mean, it does still surprise you, but only in like, oh, they're, they're even more horrendous than I thought they were. <laughs> I thought they would have stopped by now. They're still going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>